The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. And now, on with the show. Yes, yes, y'all! From the brand new Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show with an echo. My name is Greg Tupper. <laughs> I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Normally, you can watch us on Facebook or on texasfootball.com every weekday at noon live, but we are currently off the air while we fix that echo. <laughs> um, we have this big – I wish you guys could see it. It's a big studio. Compared to where we were previously, it is right. enormous, but the walls are – Almost entirely bare, yep. and so maybe it's just me because I'm I've become since we've done this podcast a bit of an audiophile, but I can definitely listen to this podcast and be like, oh yeah, they're in a big empty room. Yeah, so we're working on that. Either way, thank you for doing your part. To support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there, celebrating his 23rd birthday today. Is Chief Keef? Sure, all Happy right. Birthday, Chief <laughs> yeah. Keef. I'm feeling young. <laughs> it's, it's an icon right there. And sitting to my right, the Tom to my Jerry, our West African prince. It's Ishmael Johnson. Hello, Ishmael. Hello. Today is Wednesday, August 15th, 2018. 99 days until Thanksgiving. Episode 605. 605. Jorge Cantu's OPS in his illustrious Texas Rangers career. One very notable game he played for them, which was uh, in 2010. He hit a home. He had a go-ahead homer in the eighth inning of the game in Oakland that ended up clinching the AL West. So. Hee-haw. Uh, Jorge Cantu, always a place in my heart. On today's show, guys, we are going to discuss the future of high school football on broadcast. Uh, there was some news that came out yesterday that um, about how there's going to be more high school football available to watch um, thanks to a very large partner. Uh, we'll talk about that and what that could end up impacting Texas, uh, even though it doesn't in the current format. So we'll get into that. In the back half of the show, guys, we're going to hear from Chris Ketting, head coach of the Canadian Wildcats, Roar. They're a very good squad. I believe number two in 3A Division 2. Is that where we have them? Two Probably. or three. Somewhere in there. Um, yeah. But we're going to hear from Coach Ketting. Always a, a big uh, big expectations up there in Canadian. Uh, this year is no different. Excited to hear from him. We talked with him at the THSC at Coaching School and Convention. You'll hear that conversation coming up here at the back half of the show. For now, guys, the first thing we have to talk about is that uh, Dave Campbell's Texas football made some moves yesterday. Uh, on on the Twitter, and we all got tagged in it, so we were all part of Congratulations Twitter. Uh, but we have made a hire. You may remember, uh, there used to be a guy here um, whose name was um, Davis Eubin. Is that right? <laughs> Did I get that right? Something like that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. No, I Dave. Be- I believe uh, it, it looks that way, but it's actually pronounced Benedict Arnold. Oh, <laughs> you know what? You're right. You're right. I forgot the 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 D actually makes a buh sound. Yeah. Um, yes. Well, David Ubbin, um left us, abandoned us. I think that's the word we're using, abandoned. right? Abandoned us. us. Um, abandoned us back in June. Had to finish all the stuff for the magazine ourselves, right? Yeah. He yeah. didn't help out at all. Uh, but we. So David this is turning into the David Oven slander show. Jeez. Um, but David left for a great gig at the Athletic, um, and so we we're very happy for him. Um, then we're not now we hate right. but we um, but we we wanted to r- fill the position for a college football insider. Uh, we searched high and low and um, ended up going um, 
just having to look low because this guy's pretty short. But the um, <laughs> welcome, Boy. welcome to the club, Shehan. Um, Shehan J. Raja is going to be joining us as the new Dave Campbell's Texas football uh, college football insider. I actually don't know when he starts. I don't either. Um, I th- I presumably I before it, in football. the tweet it said Monday. Okay, right, presu- presumably before the season starts. Presumably. presumably. So you may know uh, Shehan J. Raja from his time at Die Hards. You may know him. Where was he before that? Um, I think he's done some stuff with the Dallas Morning News. He was down he's, he's, uh, he's, 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 a, he's a Baylor grad. Yeah. Um, we won't hold it against nah. him. Nah. Uh, but we're really excited. In, in all honesty, we are very excited to bring uh, Shehan aboard. He will be starting soon. He'll be getting some great content. And most importantly, not most importantly, but one of the very important things is that uh, the Republic of Football is coming back. Uh, yeah. Your favorite college football podcast, Mom, was, is coming back. Uh, so that should be, I believe we're going to try to record a, po- a podcast next week. So that is coming back. We are very happy to bring on Shehan J. Raja. Um, we'll have him on the show here pretty soon. Should we make up some like thing that he has to do the first days here? Like, oh, does he need to bring definitely. us like sixty million donuts or something oh. like that? He definitely needs to do something like, like that. Like, have to have a rookie. No, not a hazing. I'm not much of a no, hazer, no, 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 but no. like, but get me something. No, no, it's, it's yeah. a, a rookie <laughs> rite of passage. Get me something. Yeah, rite of passage. Uh, a rookie, give me a thing for free. <laughs> we'll we'll brainstorm this. <laughs> We're gonna think about what we really want. Yeah. Um, it may just be picking us up coffee, but um, no, that's not. You're not thinking bold enough. Big enough, yeah. No, the um, See, it's got to be something like a duck yeah. donuts thing. Well, yeah. I will say this: Heim Barbecue is a fair drive from here. It's completely out of the way. Completely out of oh the way. Oh my god, it'd be so mean. I feel like that is an appropriate way. Or just getting some lunch. Some lunch. Some Actually, while well, no, the tradition here is he gets taken out to lunch for free. Oh, see, and that's man. that's dumb. That's a dumb tradition. <laughs> well, but the trade-off here, I'm Why saying, we give, like, we bring, give him a job. Bring <laughs> in something in the morning. You so know? I will also I will throw this out there, and and, and uh, I apparently it's always Ruckers. I just remembered. It's always I'm not hanging out yeah. with the right <laughs> people. Well, we moved offices though, so it's sure. got to be something else now, right? But while I was uh, while I was gone, um, I did get uh, to taste the best best fried chicken I've ever had. Nice, which is at Rudy's Chicken down on uh, Lancaster Road in Dallas. Uh, okay. At basically Keystone Lancaster, um, and so maybe we make him make a fried chicken run. That would be. Listen, I'm in this for me. <laughs> right, right. I want things I want. <laughs> so we will come up with some sort of um, rite of passage for Shehan J. Raja, our new Dave Campbell's Texas Football College Football Insider, coming soon to TexasFootball.com. We're really excited to bring him aboard, so uh, excited to add to the staff. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Guys, let's talk about the TV. <laughs> let's talk about uh, high school football on television. And before we kind of um, start this conversation, um, I think that we need I, I need to be very clear and, and, and open and honest about where I'm coming from. Uh, I do uh, get... Paychecks from a television corporation. <laughs> uh, Fox Sports Southwest has paid me money in the past for some reason uh, and continue to. So if you want to take this with a grain of salt, there is that grain of salt. Now, high school football in the state of Texas, as many people know, and maybe you don't, but it is uh, 
not allowed to be broadcast on Friday nights. You cannot broadcast it on uh, uh, live on Friday nights. You can do it on tape delay, but you cannot do it live on Friday nights. You can uh, broadcast a game on Thursday night. You can broadcast a game on Saturday, but you cannot broadcast a game on Friday night. So that's why it piqued my interest when across the Twitter sphere from, I believe, Darren Rovell, um, he of... Um, doesn't he have like an acting degree? Didn't that come out like... <laughs> I think there was like something viral about him. It would not surprise him. me if he has some weird degree. Some weird degree. Business anyway. acumen. So Adidas, um, Adidas, the, Adidas. Uh, the the soccer company basically, uh, that has obviously made big moves in the football realm. They have partnered with Twitter, um, which is the worst. But they've partnered with Twitter for a new series that will live stream high school football games across the country. And they're going to show games uh, through the regular season from September 7th through November 9th. Um, it's going to be announced by ESPN's Courtney Lyle with analysis from Green Bay Packer A.J. Hawk, as well as, quote-unquote, YouTube star Cameron Scooter Magruder as a sideline reporter. Great. <laughs> All right, let's just let's stop there for like and just let that thing. So this is going to involve... Uh, <laughs> Sorry, you can't see it, but the look Max was giving when, Re- when Greg old, rolled off those names. It's an old man face. Scooter Magruder. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, so they're going to do seven different games, or I'm, I'm sorry, nine different games in this first iteration uh, of this uh, of what they're calling uh, Friday Night Stripes, which is excellent branding. Great, good right. branding. It's a fantastic great, great branding. Name. So um, they, uh, they're going to be... Um, Eight games across the nation. It's going to involve California, Nevada, um, Indiana, Georgia, and Florida teams. It will not obviously involve Texas teams this year. And you could kind of see the writing on the wall even when they, even when there weren't details available. It was like, okay, I have a really hard time believing that the UIL is going to um, going to allow this. But I think it does bring up an interesting conversation about where broadcasting of high school football is going because. More and more, there's more and more content available, and I think the state of Texas, this is going to be going out on a a limb here on Texas football today, but I think that Texas football is kind of the gold standard of high school football, and so if you're going to start broadcasting high school football games, um, this is where, this is kind of the the golden, the, the, the white whale, so to speak. This is what you want to do. I don't, however think that the UIL is ready to let this become the Wild West. Because I think that when you talk with people around the UIL, they're not they're not as opposed to broadcasting Friday night games as they used to be. Mm. Uh, obviously, because uh, Fox Sports Southwest um, is broadcasting the Texas Football Days, the two games, Longview and Lufkin and Brock and Brownwood this year on week one, but they made very specific exceptions for those. They're not, I think that the fear that it's going to affect the gate, which is kind of the number one thing that they've always said, I think that's kind of subsided a little bit. I think what their concern is, is that they don't want every mom and pop shop coming up and saying, oh, I'm going to broadcast this game. Because sure. then that, that makes that, that lessens the quality of the presentation. I think right. it's more than just the, the superficial kind of affecting the gate. I think it's more 
if we're being honest, and, and part of the reason we love the game is it's sort of protecting that sanctity of mm-hmm. the atmosphere of Friday mm-hmm. night and the idea of, of everyone showing up and being a part of it. The gate's part of that, I suppose, but I think a big part of it is you're just kind of undercutting what makes it so great and what makes you're it so valuable to the communities. To not go. Yeah, right. Yeah. I think like that's gr- probably grandma. Right. Grandma doesn't yeah. have to go to the game. Like, and not, oh, look, and it's not, on t- it's on on the local yeah, channel. And, and not to be uh, heartless or uh, cynical towards what the schools get out of those gates. I don't care about what they're getting out of the gate, mm-hmm. but I do care about the experience being the same for kids in every generation. Yeah. So I do agree with that, yeah. and I also think that one thing that when and I don't think it's if it's when when the UIL right. does relax the Friday night ban on televising games. Um, I think they want to make sure it's done in an equitable way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we kind of dance around it all the time here, but there is very much a difference between the haves and the have-nots yeah. in Texas high school football just because uh, there are rich schools and there are poor schools, mm-hmm. and there's every school in between. And so that's why like we had this conversation with the instant replay, right? Mm-hmm. When the UIL started rolling out the instant replay for the state championship games, we mentioned we were like uh, somebody, somebody, or a common thread of like, oh well, if the game's televised and we have the cameras there, well, why don't we just use the replay? You're leaving out. Well, because almost everything below five A. Yes, because Shiner's never going to have a game that's that's televised unless they play in a state championship game, basically. Right. And I love the Comanches, but it's just the truth of the matter. Mm-hmm. And so you might as well give it the level playing field of everyone's going to be here, all classifications are going to mm-hmm. be here, so. Let's use it here yes. and not necessarily anywhere. Create a different set of rules for a different set of programs. And so I do think, you know, I think this is super interesting what Adidas is doing. Um, but I also don't think – I also think that – and maybe this is just an old school way of thinking it, thinking about it. But I do believe that if and when the UIL starts to relax that Friday night ban, mm-hmm. it's going to be a lot more um, – I think they'll go more linear television as opposed sure. to a streaming service like Facebook or Twitter sure. or things like that. Because I think that they'll have a little bit more control over what it looks like. Right. And it will it will present it in, in the best possible way. Like, for example, and there are streaming services out there. Our friends at Texan Live do this and stuff like that. And they yeah. can't, you know, they have special exemptions from the UIL to stream these games. Mm-hmm. But one thing I could see happening maybe in the near future, and this would put me a bit, a bit out of a job. But um, I could see this developing into Fox Sports Southwest or a partner like that has a Friday night game of the week. That they get one game and that is the one game that can be televised. So that, um, you know, and there will have to be a lot of different things ruled in there. I'm sure the UIL would ask for them to make sure you have one game in each classification, for example. Mm Um, but there's just I think that I think everyone there's this notion from people who maybe are not who don't eat sleep and breathe it like we do that why don't they just let everybody televise it what's the problem with that well the problem with that is that there are a lot of different tentacles that that you can get caught up in. yeah I mean like resources um, I mean there's just a lack of resources to like you mentioned doing it well for everyone Mm -hmm. right you're not gonna if 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 it becomes the Wild West, like, you know, the the, uh, the worst-case scenario and all of this, I mean, you know, Mart's not going to probably have the best setup. No. Right? Even though Mart should have, you know, they're, they're the best team, one of the best teams in 2A, they should absolutely have that quality. They're not going to have the best setup if, if everyone's allowed to just televise something right. and, you know, somebody's going to want to do every Mart game. It's like, well, Mart should always be on television. Someone, you know, they're going to 
try to put up some setup and it might not yeah. be the quality that you see from that. uh from a, a kdisd or something like you know uh, uh, any school in, in the clients or something like that one of the great things and i think that the thing that the ui host did very very well is that they have made sure or they have they've taken great strides i think to make sure that texas high school football is a meritocracy right it is if you are good then things then good things happen for mm-hmm. you and as opposed to if you are rich, then good things right. happen for you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And and television is something that they they have to work out. And I know that they've I, I know that they have thought about this a lot. And they know that they can't hold it off forever. Right. That the eventually the, the tide will turn and they will have to do that. But I think they want to roll it out in a way that that will be equitable for all teams involved. That will make sure that uh, that teams are made whole if they do miss out on the gate. Mm-hmm. And that, as you mentioned, Max, kind of protects that quote-unquote sanctity of the game, wherein we're not, we're not turning um, a game between Mansfield Legacy and, you know, Mansfield Timberview into what feels like a very sterile environment, mm-hmm. right. in my opinion. Yeah. So I mean, it goes with the, the selections we have for football Friday, for yes. the football days. I mean, you have the big school, Longview Lufkin, boom. Then you have Brock Brownwood. Like you, you hit both. They're going to both have the same quality of production, and they're going to be put on the same pedestal. That's a perfect example, yeah. and, and you, you hit the nail on the head, that in this kind of limited experience, right, where you've this is the second time, the second time that Fox Sports Southwest has done it, they've made sure, and I, I, I honestly do not know where this edict came from, mm-hmm. Or, or if it's just Fox doing it out of the goodness of their heart. Right. Fox is in the business of making money, so I have a hard time believing that they're just like, oh, we'll do this small school game because, you know, right. just for funsies. Right. Right. Um, I think that, like, I, someone somewhere said, we're going to do a big school game, 6A or 5A game, and we're going to make sure we do a small school game. You remember it was, it was a Shallow Water and Idaloo last year, yeah. which was a 4A, 3A game. Mm-hmm. And this one is Brock and Brownwood, which is a 4A, 3A game. Mm-hmm. I think that that is something that no matter what I, I would imagine, and I'd love to ask the, the powers that be about this, I imagine that came from on high. Mm-hmm. And they said, if we're going to do this, you have to make sure it's equitable. And I think that's the number one concern for me. Mm-hmm. Look, I would love to be able to, to uh, from a very personal, selfish perspective, as sure. just John Q. super high school football fan, <laughs> I would love to be able to watch 70 games on a Friday night. Right. How awesome would that be? That'd be right? awesome. I mean, during the playoffs, would tech, we're all oh going to Texan Live. Exactly. Like, there's like, oh, we can have this game, or we can have this that's game. That's what we, we want. Yeah. But I also recognize the barriers that that stand in the way, and I want to make sure that we do that 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 Texas high school football does this right, as opposed right. to does do it fast. Well, also, like you have to look at some schools just don't have their own resource to be able to put this on. Sure, right? Like they they need they need certain plugs and certain setups in their stadium to be able to hold these cameras and these this yep. production to host it themselves to where it looks it looks the quality that they want to you know that you want to put on the air exactly so it's it's very interesting and and i do believe you know i i also think that you're right that there's going to be that that i think fox will choose or not fox uil will Mm -hmm. choose one to three partners to say we want to relax these things for you before they start letting letting you know you know anybody superstar clyde fan yeah uh, go out there and, and, and do his own broadcast. So it's very interesting. And, and, and Adidas, of course, is is I think it's an inspired move by them to to really jump out in front of this and, and do this. So and if you're not getting you know if you're not getting Texas, those other states are the ones to go for. That's exactly right. So. You want to yeah exactly. You want to get those those games. So we are Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at TCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com/slash Dave Campbell's, and of course see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete. 
coverage. High school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. I want to invite you to check out TexasFootball.com to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. That's where you can get our subscription package. Two magazines mailed directly to you, a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com. Makes a great gift as well. Nineteen ninety five for a limited time only. Nineteen ninety five to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Check it out at TexasFootball.com. We caught up with 55 coaches of the THSEA Coaching School and Convention in San Antonio a couple of weeks ago. One of them traveled a bit of a ways. Uh, the head coach of the Canadian Wildcats, Coach Chris Ketting, a remarkable 114 record in his time at Canadian, which is absurd. Uh, coming off of a 14-1 year uh, a year ago, they're very excited about this offense that they've got, and uh, the defense should be pretty good as well. Here's our conversation with Canadian coach Chris Ketting here on Texas Football Today. Greg Tepper of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com here at the THSCA Coaching School and Convention in San Antonio with the head coach of the Canadian Wildcats came up from way up there in the panhandle to come and visit us. It's Coach Chris Ketting. Coach, how are you? Doing very well. How, we're now in day three of the, of the convention, and I know as a, as a member of the board, you've kind of been running around like a chick with your head cut off. Yeah, but, we've, uh, been, we've, we've had a pretty, pretty busy schedule, and it's, it's been a, a great uh, convention and uh, it's just been outstanding. Well, and I'll tell you, you know, Step told us earlier that apparently it's a record number of attendees. Yes. And, like, that is not just a number. Sitting here all week, it feels like there's a lot more people here. And, and um, you know, I'm, I'm really interested, you know, from your perspective on the board and stuff, what you think of that and, and why you think that is. Well, I, you know, I think a lot of it, uh, the, the increased... Um, Attendance. A lot of it had to do with people wanting to get their tackling certification and some of the the mandatory uh, certifications that, that that they have to get, and they can get it all here. And uh, I think that's one of the one of the reasons. But you know, it's just been the the, the great energy here at this at this convention, and uh, it's it's you know I think it's probably been one of the best that that's ever been. You know, so and uh, you know the the. The speakers that they have have lined up, and I mean, it's just outstanding. It's just been outstanding. It's really been it's it's really been like a different feel. And and this is you know I, this is you know, only like my I think my eighth coaching convention, so I'm not I'm no expert, but it, this does feel like the biggest and and, and most energetic it's been. I in, totally agree in, with that in a long time. Um, so let's talk about. I guess Canadians going to have field a team this year. We are. We're going to put one out there. You're going to have eleven on each side. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, hey, that's that's nice. Um, you guys are, the, you know, one of the most tradition-rich uh, programs in the state. One of the most consistent winners. Um, you know, a hundred wins exactly in your in your career there at, at uh, Canadian. You could just stop and like end it on an even number. No, I think I want to keep going. So. Well, so <laughs> so I'm you know I'm I'm interested because the, the last couple of years you guys have you guys have come up, you know, a game short. Yeah. which is not something that Canadian is used yeah. to doing. What has been – how have you – has there been a change in mindset around there? Has there been a change in, in kind of attitude around there? Because um, I think it's real easy to, to – I think it's real easy to motivate kids when you're winning championships. Yeah, yeah. Maybe when you're falling that game short. Yeah. I'm interested in, in, in maybe the change in the vibe around the program. Well, you know, I think, uh, you know, just being one game short two years in a row of getting to the state championship game – uh, I think that's really motivated our kids, you know, and and, and it's kind of, I mean, you, you should be really excited about making it to the semifinals, but you're also disappointed because you you were so close, you know. So uh, that doesn't leave a very good taste in your mouth. Uh, and so, 
I feel like you know our kids. They need we need to have, kind of have a chip on our shoulder that we got to get get over that hump and get to back to the big, the big one. So. Uh, you know, the, I think it's a great motivator for us, honestly. You know, you've been you've been coached long enough, and I won't I won't patronize you with the question of did you have a good off season? Because every coach in the oh, state yeah. says oh, they had yeah. a good off season. Yeah. What made this off season good for Canadian? Well, I just think uh, you know the attitude and the energy that our, our our kids approached it. You know, especially this summer, we've had tremendous workouts and, and great attendance and. And uh, you know our kids are hungry. I know they they you know they they have some big goals in front of them in their in their heads, and and they want to go go out and go out and get it done. Uh, you guys have a, um, a a number of really uh, really exciting pieces coming back. I mean, chief among them is, is Case and Cavalier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this kid, every time we see him, he does something yeah. different and special. Yeah. Um, you know, you get to see him every day. What is it about him that makes him so special? Well, you know, he's a coach's kid. Uh, Andy Andy Cavalier uh, is our defensive coordinator. His his dad, he's grown up around football. He knows football, and and you know, there's not a harder working kid in our program than him. And and a super kid, great attitude, good leader. I mean, that's all you can ask for, uh, you know, out of your quarterback. And uh, you know, he's gonna. I think he's gonna have a tremendous year. You know, he missed about four games last year during district with a knee injury and he had great numbers as, as they were but they would have been a lot higher even so um, I think he's really going to have a tremendous year you know he's a he's a great thrower he has as good an arm as any quarterback we've had and uh, but he's also a good runner as well he had a couple games where he went over 200 yards last year rushing so uh, very, very excited to have him back. You know, for all the talk that we do, and we are as guilty as anybody of it, of talking about your offense, because I think, you know, yeah. you guys are fun to watch. You, you put up these numbers and stuff. Um, it, it seems to me that, that what really sets apart a great Canadian team is, is, is a great right, defense. Right. And um, so I'm interested if you could characterize for us the, uh, the you know, what, what we're going to see from the Canadian defense. Well, you know, I'm, I'm an offensive guy, but, <laughs> but, but I know what, what wins championships mm-hmm. and that, and you know you hear that all the time but it is true that's that that is that is the truth and uh you know like i said coach cavalier our defensive coordinator he does and our all of our defensive coaches do an amazing job and and you know like like you said there's always been a lot of talk about our offense but really what really got us over the hump was our defense so um you know i think i think we will continue to be we you know we have about five kids back four or five uh, that started last year. You know, we had we had two really big kids. You know, in the six three two fifty type size kids on the defensive line. We don't have those anymore, right? But but we have really athletic, strong, powerful kids that that are going to do a good job. Now, is this so, year nine or year ten for you? Canadian? This will be nine, I believe. This will yep. be number nine. Mm-hmm. I don't want to give you, you know, all the credit for for helping to build Canadian into into a winner because it's got a, a great tradition, and a great you know, a great legacy around the state. But I am interested to see, you know, how you would what you would say is is how this program has changed since you arrived. What what, what is what is the the biggest difference you think between you know the Canadian you know when you arrived uh, nine years ago and, and well, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I had very little to do with. Get getting the tradition at Canadian High School start or started at all because it was already there when I when I when I came to Canadian in 2003 as assistant co- coach uh, it already it already had a great uh, tradition and you know um, and then in in 2007 and and eight we were able to win state championship with Kyle Lynch as our head coach 
so I got to learn a lot from that. So, uh, but you know, and I took over in 2010, and you know, I, honestly, I don't know that there's been a lot of change, and that's probably good. I mean, yeah. I, I feel like that that the kids today are playing the same as those kids did in 2010. Same attitude, same work ethic, you know, same same things that make you successful. Being unselfish, I think. Uh, our kids were doing that in 2010, and they're still doing it today. Well, it's so. a different kind of kid that lives in yeah. Canadian. Yeah. You know, it's a different, yeah. it's a certain kind yeah. of kid. Yeah, you know, there's there's uh, not a lot to do in Canadian, you know. So, <laughs> I mean, that, but, so, that, you know, it's not hard to get them to go lift and run and, and get ready, you know. and, and uh, Coach's dream. Yeah. Nothing, yeah. No, no trouble to get into. That's right. That's, That's perfect. right. Um, you know, realignment, you know, from a district perspective, things didn't change a whole lot different number district but you know about the same you get a, a new team in, in uh, a drop down um I'm, overall when you take a look at what, what you're up against in, in, you know now in, in your new path um do you view any real major changes what, what are you looking at well you know the things the, the 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 main changes that i can think of is is you know uh you know sonora going out mm-hmm. um you know in, in our in our district uh, uh in our district you know, there's really only one change. Um, Highland Park mm-hmm. moved down, and then uh, uh, Freona yeah. m- moved down. So we have, you know, haven't haven't played Freona much uh, since uh, maybe 2006. So not very, real familiar with them. I know they had a great year last year, uh, but you know, overall, not much change. But I, one thing I do believe is that each team in our district is going to be better than they were last year. I believe mm-hmm. that. So mm-hmm. It's going to be a dogfight. Yeah. It's going yeah. to be a lot of fun to yeah. watch out there and up there in a panhandle. Let's get to Chris Ketting and the Dick Sporting Goods Wheel of Questions. Um, nothing on here is going to get you fired, okay. but okay. you do have to answer it truthfully. Okay. So it's the Dick Sporting Goods Wheel of Questions. Get this thing a spin. All right. And we will see what Chris Ketting for Canadians is going to be answering for us. DickSportingGoods.com for all your sporting and goods I hope it's a good that is a this is a this is a powerful spin. I hope it's a good question. All right, this one's pretty oh, good. And now we're man. gonna have to move, remove this because we've talked this. We've now we've landed on this like three or four times. All right, now you are a workaholic, and especially during the football season, there's no such thing as an eight-hour day. It's 16, 17, 18 hour days. But when you do get a chance to relax, how does Chris Ketting relax? Well, some, sometimes during football, that's kind of hard to do. Right. But, uh, it, d- during the off season, d- well, during the season, you know, one thing that I like is after all the work's done on Saturday, go. You know, it's crazy. You're, you're around football all the time, but and then when you have a little free time, what do you want to do? You want to watch, watch football, football on TV. So when I when I uh, on Saturdays, I like to to come home. Kind of not think about anything for a few hours and just watch watch college football, hang out with my wife and kids, and turn on and, the uh, flip. You get the, you get the remote. Though. Yeah, yeah. All I right. usually get that. All right, yeah. yeah. Well, if you win on Friday night, you get the remote. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> if you if you lose, then maybe it's like, all right, I'm, I'm I want to watch this Tulane game. That's right. That's right. right. It's Chris Ketting, the head coach at the Canadian Wildcats. Coach, appreciate your time. Thank you. There he is, Chris Ketting, the head coach. The Canadian Wildcats. Excited to see what he does uh, with their quarterback, Case and Cavalier, in this uh, this team. It's 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 a vintage kind of Canadian team where they're going to. Um, I think they're going to air it out a little bit, and I think that a lot of it's going to depend on on how this defense, uh, you know, which returns four starters, including Noah Carter up front, uh, how they uh, how they perform. But excited to see what that, and more importantly, they get a district showdown with Childress, and I am very very here for that. So that is going to do it for us. Thank you, Max. Well. 
Thank you, Ish. Yes. That's going to do it for us, and thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter, at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com, slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com, slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Vince Young, please come get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow for a spectacular Thursday edition of oh, Texas man. Football Today. <laughs>